So I found the photo. All so right. my second training session ever was May 1st, 2013. Oh, so you probably you, so you were there before I was. Yeah. So that was my second training session. So yeah, it would have been April 2013. Oh, that's a long time ago. Yeah. God, that's, that's seven years. <laughs> oh dear, that's over seven years. Yeah, I should be better. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have any more questions, Ben? Um, I was going to ask you um, about your trip to LA and how that oh, came about. Oh, yeah. It was LA, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, because I went because I went to the New New Japan Dojo. Yes. Which, which to 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 anyone post covid once everything calms down i highly recommend like real real on on honest, honestly do it's like i i've been i'd been aware of of, of new, new japan i'd kind of made i'd made the crossover i'd kind of turned my back on wwe i didn't like them anymore and i was now i was now a new japan fan i just i'd had i'd, I'd, spent, I'd spent i'd spent a weekend st- staying away for um, for a, a job I'd had a hotel and just thought, just on a whim, thought, no, oh, I'll subscribe to the to New, New Japan World, and it was around the time that the G1 was on, so it was G G127. Oh, oh that's a good tournament. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And from there, I was hooked because because I, I recognized I recognized Ishii. I reckon some of the matches that he'd had at Rev Pro was just out of this world. I obviously recognised Zach, recognised Ibushi from the Cruiserweight Classic. Mm-hmm. It was a travesty because Zach and Ibushi didn't win. Yeah, um, never forgive them. Yeah, never, never, ever, never, ever forgive them. Um, but then I was like, right, I'm convinced. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of New Japan now, but I couldn't put my finger on why. And we, I think, who was who was who was it? And We'd, we'd had we'd had we'd had a, we'd had a, sh- a show somewhere for um, for Simmons, and he he he'd sit and we had we had one of the wrestlers there who had actually been there. He'd been to he'd been to the dojo in LA. Oh, this would have been the uh, Strong Style UK. Yeah, yeah, we went and did those two shows, and it was uh, oh god, I know who you're thinking. Of. I can't remember his name either. He was on the show, and he <laughs> he helped us with set up the ring and all that. Yeah, and he. But Danny, Danny, yeah, yeah, Dan, Danny Duggan, yes, and he and he'd, sp- he'd spoken he'd spoken to me about it, and I'd asked him about it, and he said it's probably the, the best thing that I've, I've ever done. It's, it's a lot of press ups, it's a lot of squats, it's a lot of sit ups, but it's a completely different style. So like you have to experience it because they, because they treat it so seriously, and so if I, so I said right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and do I'm gonna go out there and do this. I hadn't I had I was. I was I was single. I had I know I had no no dependents. I've got a bit of money so a bit of money saved up. But if I'm going to do this, I need I need to do it now. So I, I pl- applied, got got accepted, and then went went out in in October at the same time as Dan McGee. We but we both went there. We did it at the same time, and it was the toughest three three days of wrestling training ever, that I'd ever had, but it was also the most enjoyable three days of wrestling training I'd ever had. Yeah. Oh, it, it was just, what was the, like the toughest part of it? Um, so they, I think it was, it was the, actually, I think they think the top in toughest in term, terms of, um, 
in terms of the the exercises and the warm-ups might have been this, the second day when they did a, a sweat deck um they so they split a deck of cards into black and red and the black side was um, lion press-ups and the red side was jumping squats Ugh. and so we and so we had like 23 guys all all positioned around the ring do just doing all, all of all of these press press-ups and squats and it, 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 it was torture but in, in in situations like that i get quite competitive <laughs> and i'm like oh, there's, there's no way i'm not i'm not going to see this through yeah you're determined um, to finish yeah and funnily enough i um we were all positioned around the outside facing towards the ring but the young lions mm-hmm. so Clark and Carl and Alex, they were all on the in on the inside facing out. Yeah, and, and that which and that was also where I met um, uh, Taller for the for the first time. Uh, Hikaleo, he was there. He was doing his excursion in um, in the in LA, so I met him there. And um, when when we set up to do do this sweat deck, I positioned myself so I was facing Clark Connors. I was directly opposite him. Yeah, I was like, like I'm not going to be able to do this cleanly but i'm going to keep up and i was like i'm going to keep up with clark and i just <laughs> saw it all the way through whereas people on my right and left were jump jumping out to take a break or go throw up like no i'm going to finish it i'm going to finish and they keep going we got to the end of the deck end of the deck and there was just a puddle of sweat all around me and it was it was horrible and i was like yep i did it i finished it next day i couldn't walk it was yes it was it was it was it was the worst it, but it was it was so rewarding because it's just a different style and they take it so seriously they 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 train like they are leg- legitimate combat athletes yeah they treat it like their job exactly which for for all, for most of them it, for most of them it is and yes yeah and but, but you but you've seen but you've seen them at, um like the strong style evolve shows so not strong style evolve then the the global war shows yes and you see, you see, you see them warming up, and then you have got Suzuki and De- Desperado slapping the shit out of each other. They have a sparring session for yeah, half an yeah. hour. Yeah, and like well, we're transfixed by it. I was like, oh yeah, God, that's how seriously they, that's how seriously they take it. And come coming back, tried to apply that to 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 what to what I was doing doing back back here, and it lasted for about four four or five months, and then kind of. Just fed, Kate got out out of, out of practice with it, but yeah, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't re- recommend it enough. It was so such a rewarding experience. We had Shibata down before yeah. Royal Quest, and he gave a training seminar, and that was four hours, I think, and it was like yeah. a warm up of what they would do at the yeah. LA Dojo. And I agree with you; like that was the hardest thing, and that was the warm up. Yeah, and- yeah. You sort of, when you're with there of twenty other people, that does sort of push you to do more than you normally would. Like I did, two hundred and something squats because we had to do ten for everyone that was there plus the young lions. Yeah, yeah, and and of course we, we we did we did exactly we did exactly that on on the third day in in LA, but we did jumping squats rather than regular squats. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, every everyone can and everyone counts. Uh, 10 of their own yep and when we were doing it at the portsmouth school they were like the la young lines were like walking around us making sure we were doing them correctly because yep. they weren't doing the squats because they just got off a flight and where they're like <laughs> please don't look at me please don't look at me and then when you're doing the neck bridges shabata leaned over to me and he's like keep it up 
<laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's it was torture. But the, the, what what they did at the Portsmouth School that that day was almost a carbon copy of what we did one over in over in LA. They almost gave you gave you the our exact first day. Yeah, and that was like you do feel completely different after training session like that because we did no actual wrestling. It was that we did the bumps yeah. and the rolls, and it was sort of like I couldn't do the uh, the bump roll on the left side. Oh yeah, better yeah. made me get up and do it ten times until I could do it almost competently, and he was like, "One more time, and then you're done." Yeah, oh, I threw a, up. Oh, it's such a and, and it's such a hard bump, it, but uh, quite a lot of guys did when when we were over there. Quite a lot of them did throw up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so sometimes you have to look at them and go, "Right, is that is that is that down to you not being fit or not being prepared for this?" Yeah. So, um, so, so, some of, some of them that we're, that we're looking at, you're thinking, God, yeah. If the reason that you're that you're throwing up is because you're not fit, but then so, but other people who are throw, throwing up, and I apologise for throwing him under the bus here, but Dan McGee threw up. Yep. And, and, it, and it it wasn't it wasn't because he wasn't fit enough. I think it was just because just was not prepared for just how tough that was. And it Something was, you've never done, your body's never experienced before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was savage and like. Should, should like um, I don't know if we did the um, if if they did the um, the, the sit up thing where you almost you almost kind of balance with your legs up and you, and, you, and your torso up but you're just kind of balancing on on, on, on your yeah on, on your bum yeah like you, and you're in that kind of crunch position mm-hmm. we had to do I think it was like forty sit ups and then and then then hold that for a minute yes and 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 they and they and they, and they were and they were saying that we that we would rather have you screaming to get through it, like just like, like just all the <laughs> exertion you can manage. It's like, ah, ah, ah. Just, we'd rather you do that than get to the end of your endurance and just drop. Yes. Like, because they, they, they want to see that you're fighting through it and, yeah, as, as, and you're screaming going, oh, no, I'm going to hold on to this. No, no, no. And Shabbat is walk, walking around with his kendo stick, waving it underneath your legs. Say, oh keep it up, keep it up, and we're like, oh god, this this is torture. This is hell. Why would anyone? Yeah. Do this? Uh, oh god, but yeah, I'd, I'd go, I'd go there tomorrow if money was no object. But, oh yeah. yeah, it's they also if you attempt to do it, they respect that far more than if you just said no, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, like they'd rather you do it and fail than not do it because you think you will fail. Yes, um, that's also how it is with their drinking stories as well. I've heard. <laughs> L- uh, luckily, I luckily, I didn't didn't get to experience that. Who's I listening to? Oh, I think it was was it the Hikaleo podcast? I think it was yeah. on. He was talking about Yano when he went out drinking with some of the him and Yano found him and he was like, "You are going to drink." And Farle said, "Every drink he offers you, you have to at least do it rather than say you will fail." So Hikaleo had to drink all, of at least oh. try every drink. Oh uh, god, and 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 and, and Yano looks like he can drink as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's one of those guys as well. I remember at the Strong Style UK show, every day he would be in the ring and he'd do like three hundred sit-ups. Yeah, just with without stopping, just without. Oh. seem to stop. Yeah, it was like we like if you see him, you'd see him, he'd start doing doing sit-ups. Like okay, yeah, here we go. If you turn around, have a bit of a conversation, turn back, going. going. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he just he just hasn't he just hasn't stopped. And Okada just wanders around with his coffee, just like, cool, they're all warming up. I'm going to have the best <laughs> match ever, and I won't stretch. <laughs> oh. 
that's a we should we yep i have some funny stories about those shows as well so i'll save those for another time oh yeah please 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 do i'll just give a teaser because that venue only had one bathroom so the wrestlers and the fans had to share a bathroom oh oh no really oh yeah yeah because i'll tell the story when we get to that that's waterstow isn't it uh the second i think it was the same for both days because there were ice rinks so you had the whole imagine like an ice rink but the bathroom you only had one because yeah and the wrestlers changing rooms was just next to the bathroom so it was curtained off and if they wanted the bathroom they'd have to go and use a stall or whatever because and that's how i bumped into yano because <laughs> he's using the same toilet as all the fans yeah i, I remember i remember that i remember that some of them uh you know, not being happy because it was cold in there yeah because it was an ice rink yeah they just put wood on top of the ice so uh-huh. yeah so it was all freezing oh yeah that was my first experience being i think it was my no second experience being a young boy as well so i got to be ne- ringside for the whole Walthamstow show yeah, the Milton Keynes well, one, I bought a six pack of Iron Brew, kept it on the wood, and it was almost frozen. <laughs> I, 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 I remember that. Remember that day. That was was also the debut in the UK of the Great Okan. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, those were those were two great shows. They they were they really they really were. Was that, yeah. was that was that wasn't the second night the Ishii and Suzuki main event. Yeah, with the Zack Sabre Jr. and Okada singles match as well. Yeah. So it was a bit yeah. Milton Keynes on the Friday and then uh, Walthamstow. Uh, no, sorry. Sorry, Ma- Man- Manchester. Manchester. Oh, God. Yeah, we had to drive all the way to Manchester Friday night after the show. I'm getting Strong Style and Global Wars mixed up. Oh, Global Wars also was fantastic. That was yeah. my first experience helping out at a Repro show was that, that Global Wars with Ishii and Keith Lee. Yeah, it's and and you and you and you've and you've helped out on quite quite a lot of them now, haven't you? So you, you know what you know what's involved. You know what. Yeah, involved. it's there's so much work that goes behind the scenes that it sort of does. It, when I hear people's comments on why wrestling shows aren't good and that, and it's like you don't know half of the stories of what has happened in this room before you got here. Yeah, yeah, completely. You 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 yeah. you, you see all the all the good stuff once the once the show is on. Yeah. You, you you ha- you haven't been there when a piece is missing off the ring and we have to go and get another board cut, or you haven't you haven't been there when so and so's flight gets in late, or uh huh, or, or when Ishii and Keithley break a board, so we have to, and the uh, the metal bar, so we have to all hop in a van and oh, literally jump on a van to bend oh, yes. the bar back into place. How did they oh, bend God, the yeah. bar? What did they do? What a suplex. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah they'd, actually, they'd actually bent one of the metal bars going, going across the ring so i can't, we, can't yeah so we had to get put get one, one of the other boards lay it on top of one of the posts mm-hmm. and then drive the van over the top of it to try and straighten the board out and then oh, we yeah. all had to get in the van to give it more weight to bend it back <laughs> into shape yeah it's like th- this is the stuff that you don't you don't you don't you don't see yeah you come in and you see a great show or a show, and then you complain about all these things. It's like so many people have done so many things to get the show going, yeah. and every show is kind of a miracle in a way. And you yeah. have the moany internet smart fans like complaining about everything. Just ugh. oh yeah, because they think they know it, but they have no idea. Like oh, we turn up at a show and we're supposed to have tables and ladders delivered, but the ladders are the wrong ladders, and the tables aren't the tables we need, and. 
Yeah. But then, but then all, all, you, all you see on the internet is someone going, oh, they didn't have any shirts in my size. I'm like, grow <sighs> up. Uh, uh. <laughs> but you, you, you say the fans don't don't appreciate what goes into running the shows, but you can make the argument that a lot of the trainees don't really understand what goes into running a show like that either. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Some yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> god. <laughs> yeah, because because um, because you, we, we, you say that some especially some of the, some of the younger guys at um, at least at Rev Pro Training School they haven't really experienced the whole paying your dues thing yet. They're shocked you have to set up the ring, like yeah, uh, yeah, a lot, and yeah, and a lot of them don't really know how to put it together. It's like a lot of the time I don't know how to put it together, but at least at least at least I'm there, at least, and I'm and I'm and I'm doing it. I remember the first time I was like excited to build a ring because I was like, I get to see how this is actually put together. <laughs> yeah, but like some of the trainees now, they don't want to turn up to an hour after they should because they want to skip that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a lot, and then but then try, trying trying to get some of them to actually come to the shows and help out at all is is a, is a tall ask. Yeah, but, I feel like maybe we should get the minibus thing back. Yeah, it's, it, it it is, but then it, it's the cost of it. I mean, and it does. Yeah. If you haven't got the commitment of the people wanting to go there, trying running a running a, a minibus for two people, it, it's just not yeah. not cost effective. It's not cost effective. Yeah, and I think because some of the trainees have to go and pick up wrestlers as well, it's better for them to drive down themselves. Yeah, um, but um, but this and I'm going off on a, on, a, on a slight on a slight tangent. But one one of the things that a lot of the the, the younger guys don't 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 appreciate is that um, when when it, when it comes to getting to some of these shows, the the main the important thing is to get the crew members there and to get the wrestlers there. Yes. You guys, as you, you guys coming to, to help out, you're almost kind of the last ones that we that we need to worry about. And it sounds a little bit cruel, but but then my response to that would be: but if you guys could drive, <laughs> and you could drive yourself there, then then then, it, then it's not an issue. But a lot of the ones who are from Rev the, the Portsmouth School who do want to come and help, none of them can drive. So. Yeah. They're constantly messaging around the the all the drivers. I mean, I, I I get I get a couple of them at least every, every show saying, "Oh, can I can I ju- jump jump in with you to the show?" And we're like, "Sorry, my car's full. My car's full of wrestlers." Yeah. And and, and even if I do promise you a seat in that car, if Andy or Zoe turns around to me and say, "Oh, can you go and pick up so and so?" Then yeah, yeah. the first person yeah. out is going to be yeah. Yeah, yeah. The first, the first person out is going to be the non, the non wrestling person. Mm-hmm. So, I've, I've, if, if, if there are any aspiring wrestlers out there who are listening to this podcast, then please, I've, one of the most useful things you can do for your career is actually learn how to drive. Yeah, because you, you because you make yourself instantly more valuable to 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 promoters. It's like if you, if you if you got on 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 one side, you've got you got got a wrestler who. You want on your show, but he doesn't drive, and someone needs to go and pick him up. But then on the other side, you've got a wrestler you want to use. He can drive, and he's and also on his route to the show, he passes wrestlers A, B, and C, and he can pick them up on route. Who are you going to go with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're go with the second guy. So, so what for a lot of them while they're young, while you're young, why when you're seventeen, do it. Get get your driver's license. Be you and make his make yourself more useful. 
it's like any job like you need to bring the skills that will make you an asset to that company yeah, yeah. Like even yeah. if it's something simple like video editing, like the amount of promotions that want video editors or people who know how to edit audio, like those are the things that will help you get noticed. And driving's one of those as well. Yeah, that's that, that that's why um, old Harold Frilligan is uh, prob- probably one of the most useful people at yeah. having shows because he can do the live edit. Yeah, um, and I don't think he was like taught that. He was just one of those things that he learned it himself and he studied people at these shows. And yeah, yeah. he made himself a valuable asset. Yeah, and, and it's now it's now at the point where if he's not there, you notice, mm-hmm. and that is almost that's almost more that is almost more valuable. It's like right if if you're not there, will they notice? Yeah, and it's, in some people like like in Harry's case, yes, you will notice because he's useful. Yeah, and, and like I made it a point to learn all the merchandise stuff when I went. So now every York Hall show, I'm there with the merch, being like, this is how it's set up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you're valuable. You're, you're contributing to Rev Pro, the promotion, ma- making money. So there is a place for you there. Yeah. Yes. And you also can drive. <laughs> so, okay. I, I don't, and yeah, Ben, ben I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean to, set, to single, single you out on the, on the, on the, on the dri- driving thing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. What have you done? <laughs> <laughs> is Ben even here? Yeah, I'm still here. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, honestly yeah that, that that's that's not that's that's not not that's not a dig i mean you you, you live in london like you can get it everywhere by train so you... well not at the moment but yeah you know i get your point yeah yeah it's, it's just yeah um my <laughs> other question that i've been writing down is what was your biggest slash scariest moment of your career so far scariest um uh Big mid-match with Doug Williams and my shoulder comes out. Oh, okay. Yeah, you gotta tell that story. <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah, that 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 was the that was the end of possibly the worst day of my entire life. But um <laughs> oh. oh let's tell that story then. Sounds like a laugh. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know what? I think I, I think I've left my washing on, so uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Bend, bend my arm, I'll tell you the entire story. God damn it. Uh, so <laughs> Um, I I got I got myself to to the point uh, to the point with um uh, with RevPro where I was kind of the uh, the unofficial unofficial ta- taxi man. So if so, if someone was flown in, um, I would often be dispatched to go and pick them up, or drive them to a show, or drive them to the hotel, whatever. And been doing it been doing it for a while. So I I get tasked with going to go and pick up um, Alberto Del Rio from from the airport as he's flying in for our show, which is on the Saturday at the Mountbatten Centre. As you do. Yeah, like, of course. Like, you, you know you know that, that, that Del Rio got a little bit of a, a reputation, but you go, well, no, as long as he's early, they're in plenty of time, polite, like, nothing, nothing to worry about. And I'm very polite. I mean, I wouldn't, I, I don't say boot to flies, never mind. So I'm, I'm yeah. Going, yeah, yeah, this will be fine. Yeah, no problem. Get the flight information from out. From Andy, yeah, he's arriving at this time, so leave at this time. Get there early, no problem. Yeah, fine. Get to get to Gatwick Airport, which is the airport that I've always gone to. Mm-hmm. Look at the flight information, and it's not coming up on the arrivals board. Like, mm-hmm. uh, why, why, why is this not here? And they go, "Crap, this is the wrong airport. Is it Heathrow?" <laughs> oh my god! 
But because but because I got there early, that left me enough time to leave Gatwick and actually put the foot on the gas and get to Heathrow. So not so not a problem. I got on the motorway and shot up to Heathrow. Probably broke every, broke every traffic law on the way, but I, <laughs> I but I got to Heathrow. The the and the problem was was that I'd never been to Heathrow before. So as I'm driving on the, the, M, the M25 and I see the, the sign, the first sign for Heathrow Terminal, which was Heathrow Terminal 5. So get off the motorway and start start driving in. And at this point, I get a, I get a phone call from a, um, an unrecognized number and it's actually Del Rio on the other end of the phone. Yeah. And, and yeah, and he says, oh, are you, are you here to p- p- pick me up? And I go, yep, yeah, no, yeah, no problem, sir. I'm just, pull, just pulling into the car park now. I'll be with you in a couple of minutes. Get into t- get into terminal five, and I just happened to see, there was a, st- um, a steward there, and I, while I'm still in the car, I point my f- give him my phone and say, is, "Is that flight number com- coming in coming in here?" And he goes, "Oh no, that's an international flight. That'll be uh, um, terminal two. <laughs> okay, where is terminal two? Well, you need to go back on the motorway, go uh, go off the ne- next next. <clears throat> okay, yep, sure. I'll be I'll be a little bit late, but I won't be too late. Get into terminal two and. Del Rio rings me again because Andy's giving him my number and he goes, Oh, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the terminal. Where are you? I was like, Jesus Christ. He got his bags really fast. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I went, I went, I went to the wrong terminal, but I'm just pulling into the right one now. I'll be with you very, very shortly. Get to terminal two, park up, go, d- go down, go down to the terminal. And I'm thinking that a big six foot three Mexicans going to stand out in a crowd. Can't see him anywhere. He 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 told me that he was stood by a, a Costa, and but I couldn't see a Costa coffee anywhere. So I go to the go to the um, help desk, and say, um, "Where is this flight landed yet?" And they go, "Oh yeah, but that's Terminal Three. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So so I've now been like diverted to the to the. So they say, "Yeah, you need to go go down the stairs and go all the way to Terminal Three. And I'm thinking, "Okay, you can't be that far apart. Two and three, they're next to each other." running and I, and I must be running for what feels like 20 minutes I, it, it just took, it just didn't seem to end but I stopped at a halfway point where there was another information desk and I go where's terminal three is it that way I go yep it's that way keep yeah that way keep going great fine perfect finally get there and the, and now I'm starting to get missed calls from Andy because I think Del Rio has phoned Andy and said, "Where's your guy? Because <laughs> he's not—he's not here. He's saying he's here, but he's not here." Yeah, he's phoning me, and I'm going, "Andy, look, I'm, I've just gone to the wrong—I've just gone to the wrong terminal. I've never been here before. I'm, I'm going to the right one now. I'm like literally walking up the stairs as we speak." He says, "Right, Del Rio says he's by Acosta and he's waiting there for you." Like, okay, cool. Get into Terminal Three, looking around for Acosta. There isn't one. Can't see. I, I, I can see a pret a but he definitely said Costa. Yeah. Like, what, what, what is, what is, what is going on here? So, this is giving me anxiety. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, like giving you anxiety. I, yeah. I, I was there in a, in a night, in a nice like white button shirt, chinos, and prop, and <laughs> and I'm now sweating buckets. Like, um, I, I was just, I was in, I was in complete distress at this point. Get, get to the another help desk. Mm-hmm. This flight number. Which terminal has that gone to? Because I've been told that this it came here. 
They said, no, that flight, that flight went to Terminal 4. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I was like, are you actually kidding me? And they go, yeah, to, to get to Terminal 4, you have to go back the way you've just come. Oh, my God. Go down, get the underground and get on a train to go to Terminal 4 because it's about a mile and a half away. I was like, oh, this, this, oh, isn't, this isn't happening. So I hightail it back the way I just come. Ask the guys at that halfway point. They go, yeah, the platform is, is down there. Like, hurry and you'll get get the train. Run onto the platform and the doors to the train close as I get there. And it goes. And I'm like, oh, no. When's the next train? Well, it's going to be another 20 minutes. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So this, this, this isn't happening. And look, and I've got no, I've got no signal. So Del Rio can't get hold of me. <laughs> oh, amazing. And, and Andy can't get hold of me either. So I have to go back up to the ground level, phone Andy, go, Andy, I'm having an absolute nightmare. I've missed the train to go to Terminal 4 where Del Rio is. And he's like, mate, just get on, just get on there. Get over to him. Apologize. <laughs> admit that you, admit that you've, that you've, that you've fu- fucked up and just ma- make sure you get there. Fine. Train finally arrives. It takes me to term. It takes me to ter- terminal four, and at this point, he must have been waiting around for over an hour. At this point, so I finally get up to the platform or get up to terminal four. There's absolutely no sign of him. Can't see him. Um, get get and then um, and then Andy rings. And I go, Andy, I can't see him. I don't know where he is. He said, Don't worry, mate. He's got a taxi. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> yeah. Got a, got a taxi from Heathrow to Portsmouth. I was like, oh my God, what is going on? <laughs> like, how, how has this happened? Yeah. Hey, just don't worry about it. He's on it, he's en route. Just get just get in your car, come come back to the training school. Just don't worry about it. Bless him. I was so, my, uh... Mate, I, I was kicking, I was kicking, I was kicking myself. And because I could I could have solved all of that by just phoning Andy and going, which terminal has he gone to? But oh yeah. I, I was so in the mindset of no, I'm going to fix this. Mm-hmm. I just ended up making it worse. So I walk all the way back to my car. I'm not running anymore. I'm just walking. Get all the way back up to my car. Stop. Then start feeling around in my pockets for my keys. Where are my keys? Oh God. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, exactly. Like this is this is going from bad to worse. Uh, no, it's already worse. This is going becoming catastrophic. <laughs> so yeah. start. So start retracing my steps. And this, this little halfway point underground where I'd stopped a couple of times, one of them spots me on coming over and he holds up my keys. He's got them in his hand. Oh, like, thank God. Thank Christ for that. So fine, I get back, get back in the car, drive all the way, all the way back to Portsmouth. And I'm so dejected at this point. And I've got to wrestle Doug Williams later on. <laughs> <laughs> I drive, drive back down to Portsmouth. I drive, I drive over to the training school, walk through the door and everyone, Everyone in there just falls about laughing, just absolutely wetting themselves at my misery. And and and, and I walk over to Andy, and he just got that look on his face. You know the, that look that Andy sometimes get, where he's like he's disappointed, but he's still smiling at you. Oh yeah, you yeah can't yeah. believe how ridiculous <laughs> the situation. Yeah, is. he's like smiling at you, trying to go, yeah, trying to no sell it. Mm, this is fine. Like that sort of you've let yourself down, mate. Look, yeah, he, he hands me a, a taxi cab receipt. It's 220 pounds. <laughs> 220 pounds. And he's like, mate, what happened? I was like, I got lost. And he said, well, Del, well, obviously Del Rio is absolutely furious 
right now. He's absolutely fuming because he thinks that you were lying. And it's, I wasn't lying. I was just lost. I just, I'd never been to Heathrow before. I just got completely and utterly lost. And I'd gone to four of the five terminals trying to find him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, he just, he just thought, sod it, taxi. So he said, right. Like, we, we, we'd want you to pay this back, but we're not going to ask you to pay this back in one solid hit. So you'll, you'll work it back. <laughs> so take this private session for us. That will be tw- that'll be 20 pound off of your debt. So and we'll work it back over time. It's like, okay, fine, no worries. They finish their session. They all go to the Mount Batten and start setting up for the show. I stay, I do this um, this private session. So right, and then I'll go, right, I'm gonna meet meet them, meet them all at the venue. Okay, right. Let's get this day back on track. On en route to the venue, someone slams their brakes on at a set of lights and plow straight into the back of them. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> yep, yep, and it just keep yeah. So I cannot like this day has already been like the worst, like worse than any day of my life ever by miles, and I yeah. can't believe it. Yeah, and it, it that it just got it's like of of course this happens now. <laughs> so yeah, so I have to give this person my all of my details because obviously I hit them. Um, so again, so I just get get to the venue finally. And I just walk in there and I'm just, I'm so dejected. I'm yeah. so, so, so miserable. I'm so upset. I was like, I, I can't, I don't, don't know how I'm going to get a wrestle tonight. And, 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 and Andy uh, try, tries, tries to just get, get me back up, back on track. He just says, look, mate, it's happened. Don't worry about it. Look, and, he, and his, 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 here's the issue. Obviously you're going to have to share a locker room with Del Rio later. <laughs> So his so you've got this is a couple of options that you have. Wait, he knows you as Louis. So we can refer to you as Kenneth all day and hope that he doesn't realize it's you. <laughs> <laughs> or you can or you can just go up to him like a man and admit that you admit that you effed up and just go look and just go look I I messed up apologize i accept full responsibility for this and um, and just be prepared that he's probably going to turn around to you and tell you to f off it's like okay i'll go for option number two because <laughs> because yeah because if you go for the go for option one there's always yeah. a chance someone might accidentally drop you in it and you'll be in even worse trouble yeah yeah so when so the, so people start people start arriving uh, Doug, uh, Doug William shows up. We quickly go. We quickly go over a match, and, and it's all good. And then um, uh, Del Rio arrives. He's walking around the locker room. He's shaking hands with everyone. And I just go to him and say, "Look, hello, sir. Sorry, sorry about this morning. I completely messed up. I, I, I was totally. I don't know what. Don't know what happened. I've never. I've never done it. I've never done any, anything like this. I'm so sorry." He was like, "Hey, don't worry about it." Like okay, that, <laughs> that went well. Beautiful. And I, I late I later found out, um, and I think because Gideon had picked him up from his hotel uh, yeah. that afternoon, and I think Gideon had done some character rebuilding on my behalf. Oh, okay. Person. Yeah, and I think so. That doesn't uh, sound like him at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> so no. So I think Del. So I think Del Rio was of the mindset that oh he, he was he wasn't lost he was lying he was just late he was, he was yeah. 
yeah, he was just late. He wasn't there. He was just put, bring, pulling me around, pulling, pulling me around all, all over the shop. And Gideon, I think, was able to say to him, was like, no, no, he wasn't like, he was just lost. Yeah. He'd never been to Heathrow before. He just, he just got lost. He wasn't like, he just couldn't find, he just couldn't find you. And he just, he just had, he had one of those days. And he had a mare. So I think Gideon had re- rebuilt my credibility, like, which is already on the floor. Just yeah. <laughs> a little bit, up a little bit. So cool. So, so he wasn't as angry as I thought he was, he, I thought he was going to be. And yeah, so that was fine. Um, I, I, so you had your match. Had my match, yeah, and it was my third match with with Rev, with Rev, with Rev, Rev Pro, coming off of a match that we'd had at the last Buckland, and Andy had set, Andy had pulled me aside and said and said to me, he's like, "Mate, you showed signs of genius in that match. <laughs> like the character was on. Like you were you were fully engaged. You were there. You were on." So keep do- so keep doing what you're doing, and so my confidence was riding high. So I get in there with Doug, and I think just because of everything that had happened that day, yeah, I just drawing blanks like I couldn't, I wasn't remembering anything, and it all just kind of got to a point where he picks me up for a slam, and I slide down his back, and I don't know whether it's just because just how greasy he was, but my but my arm just slipped and it popped out of socket. Oof. which wasn't wasn't the worst thing because it had happened before and all that I needed to do was just kind of roll it back into joint and it would go and it would stay in. Try to do that, but it wasn't going. And, it and the panic, I think I just pressed the panic button and I didn't communicate to the ref and I didn't communicate to Doug. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, what, what do I do? What do I do? What am I going to do now? And so I wasn't there for the bits I needed to be on. I couldn't deliver any of my moves. So Doug, like I took it upon himself. He bumped me around while I've got a shot, while I've got, a, <laughs> while I've got a dislocated shoulder, Ooh. quick little fire and a comeback hit, hit his, hit his big, hit his big move, stayed down what one, one, two, three. And that, that was it. And the shoulder was still kind of dang, dangling out. And and it, and it was bad because my dad was it was in the audience, my mum was in the audience, my girlfriend she was in, she was in the she was in the audience, and my dad had spotted that something was wrong. He, yeah, because he'd seen me dislocate it before, and the way I was kind of holding it, he's like, "Yeah, he's done something. He's hurt himself." <laughs> and when, when your dad has to come down to ringside to roll you out and carry you back, almost carry you backstage. Oh. Yeah, and that 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 was what we did. And I was the heel, and I had and I was almost having the sympathy vote at this, at this point. <laughs> and as we're as we're walking back, as we're walking backstage, pop shoulder finally rolls itself back in. <laughs> like, of course, no now it, yeah, but it, it wouldn't have mattered if it if it had happened while the match was still going on. It still happened. It was it was still out. And when as soon as I got got backstage, um you know how it is Mount Batten Centre. There's that little corridor before you go into the locker rooms. Yeah, I didn't go into the locker rooms. I just sat down again against against the, against the brick wall. I was just like, God, this is just the absolute worst. I can't believe that this has all happened today. And I, sp- I got 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 in the got eventually got in the locker room and sat down with Doug and spoke, spoke to him and said, Yeah, my shoulder came out. And he said, Well, so stuff like that happens. But talk to us. Let let us know. Tell us it's come out. 
and we and we and we can we can end the match because to to as far as I was concerned while we were in there because we didn't know it just felt like you weren't there so I had to hit stuff a little bit harder to get to get it get it get it through, through the match and you've not lost much you just look like you've just been beaten by someone big bigger and stronger than you so don't don't be don't feel too bad about it just get get yourself better and and recover yeah it was like I thought he was going to blister me and like tear, tear me a new arsehole and nah, he wouldn't do that. have a go have a go at me. But he did, and he was he was pretty cool about it. Um, but then I got 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 home got home late 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 at night, and my girlfriend turns around to me and says, I "Don't really think you're cut out for this." I think yeah, brutal. Yeah, yeah, because like it, it, it was it was a, re- a repeating pattern. The shoulder was, had been coming out like more and more frequently i don't think you're really you really built for this talk about kicking you when you're down yeah and and i think and i think it, it was it was the next it was the next day i think where there we had a session with i think it was two unlimited or the week before or the week after yeah yeah and they, they were doing some of their high flying stuff and they did they did they wanted us to do something where it was vault in bounce bounce off the rope bounce to the other side and then do a backflip so I oh okay yeah so I yeah well, some some of the stuff that everyone can do so I vaulted in bounced off one set went to the other set didn't quite have it right I was still hold it holding on to the um, onto the ropes with my bad arm fell backwards and the arm went with it <laughs> the arm was out again and, and and then when and then it was at that point that I think yeah yeah you know what you know what Rebecca I kind of agree with you I'm probably not right for this and I gave up. Like, yeah, I didn't realize that. Much gave up, pretty much gave up at, at that point, and it I thought right. I I just I I can't do it. Like, like physically, my body just can't do it. Yeah, and and it it, it was it was bad because we we me and her had just got, me and her got engaged not long afterwards, and I was I wasn't wrestling, and you I'd, you might remember around that time I was hard I was hardly at the training school at all. I wasn't. Mm-hmm for about six months or six months or whatever and they and most of them thought it was because of the del rio thing they thought oh. like that whole day is just fucked his oh. pardon my language what they do. it's fucked him up so much that he's done they, me, like, he isn't coming back we're not gonna we're not gonna see kenneth half any and but then we we broke up me, me me and the girl oh no no sorry we didn't we didn't break up um the urge to uh, i wasn't done like the urge to get back in there and carry on, I it pulled it pulled me back pulled me back in and I started seeing you know and was going to make sure that my shoulder was right this time, and like he said do all do all of these things every workout you do start with these four exercises get it back, and touch wood since then it hasn't come out at all nice so he's fixed it there but she didn't want me going back she she really didn't and and. I started going back anyway because yeah because Dan because Dan uh, Dan Rob and Curtis I almost called him Mad Kurt then but <laughs> couldn't do it Curtis they they um they started doing contend started doing the contenders they were the first round yeah. and there was there was something kind of at, at, at the back of my mind and it, it's very egotistical to think this but. I, I was training there at RevPro before Dan and Rob. Mm-hmm. And, I, and at 
by the time that my shoulder first went out, I didn't think there was much that separate that separated us in terms of terms of our ability. I didn't think we were that far apart. Mm-hmm. But then they started doing the contenders, and I was kind of left left on the sidelines. And it was and it was almost a bit of a no. I can't I can't go out like this. I I, I can't let the match against Doug be be the last thing that people remember of Ken Halfpenny. So yeah. <laughs> so I was I was I was, back, I was back at it. And and then she 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 didn't she didn't like it she she hate she hated it because then I was going back to your calls again, which as you know they're an all day thing. Yeah. You're there, mm-hmm. there at, you're there at the crack of dawn. You get home at three o'clock in the morning, and then you go to trading on the Saturday, and then you then you then you then you carry on. And eventually we broke up, and it was that it was almost like a weight had been lifted. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it which sounds sounds horrible. Sounds horrible, horrible to say about a person, but it was like a weight had been lifted, and from there it was all speed ahead. Everything was wrestling now. Yeah, that was that was what that was what that was what I wanted to do, and and it took a further three years for me to get my start on on the in the contenders division. Yeah, okay. It's like a further a further three a further three three years, but. But but we going back we go back to what you said earlier about pay, paying your dues. What was that? The, there's paying your dues, and then there's this though, Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the most the, incredible like story of grit and determination and working, working and working. Um, and I think anybody will agree with me. Like anyone at the school would agree with me that you are the biggest example of this of just pure grit hard work determination and not giving in yeah thank you thank you thank you for appreciate that a lot it's it's, it's because that's it's because that, that that's that's what that's what i want and I'm, has I'm, this been like almost like uh, i don't know if this like any member of your family like built that kind of attitude into you or uh not no no, no i don't i don't i don't think so i think they they were all most most of the family have been pretty supportive about about me about me pursuing this. Yeah, and and my 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 dad's my dad's always been has always has always had the attitude like with me and my brother. He said, "I don't care what you end up doing. I don't care what you spend what you spend your life doing. I don't care what job you do. You could be a bin man for for all I care. But as long as you can read, write, do basic arithmetic, I'm happy." Like, okay, like no, I've got, I've got, there's, 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 there's not, there's nothing there. I'm, I'm, sat, I'm satisfied as far as my mum's concerned because I went to university, I got my degree, I have my job. If, if, if wrestling suddenly collapsed tomorrow, like I'm, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, be, I'm not gonna, gonna starve. Be. Yeah, yeah, and so, so that, so they're all, they're all very, they're all very, very, support, they're all very supportive. Like a couple of times that there, there, there's, there's been the. Uh, how much longer do you think you're going to be doing this talk? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. my 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 mum got God, God God bless her, I love her, but she she has a, she has she said recently recently to me, it's like, oh, you're not going to be wrestling much past your thirty fifth birthday, are you? Uh. Like, oh, thanks. <laughs> That's okay. My mum has bought that probably of every birthday I've had since I started wrestling. Yeah, oh, you're going to grow out of it eventually. Yeah, 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 yeah. As I said, you'll grow you'll grow out of it eventually. But is this? Once you're in, once you're in it so far, like it's not something you grow out of. Like once, no. once you've spent three years 
pay, paying your dues on all of Andy's shows, essentially giving up a lot of your weekends. Yes. Help show make help make these shows run smoothly. It's like that. That's a lot of time that I've, of my own time that I've invested into this, and it's something I want. I feel strongly about. It's something I want to do. It's like where all these guys that are wrestling on the cockpit now. I want to be there. I mm-hmm. want. I want that. So, and how how am I going to get? How am I going to get there? That's it's it's proving it's proving to Andy that I'm serious about this. Like I'm I'm going to stand here with a camera for 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 eight, for eight for eight for eighteen months, and those cameras aren't they aren't light. They're heavy. You stand you stand there for three, for nearly three three plus hours at your call or a cockpit. You're videoing the shows, and not only are you videoing the shows, but you're learning how to get the good the good shot, how to how to make his how to make his pro- his product look look good. Mm-hmm. Saying what 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 do you what do you need what do you need what do you need from me? What can I do for you today? Like how can how can I be helpful? Like and I've spent three years doing that, and to find and then finally getting the the content the contenders spot. And then, but the, all of that stuff still still carries on. It doesn't stop. Like I'm still like, still the first one of the first ones there helping put put the ring up. He's still one of the last ones there taking the ring down and helping pack up at the end of a busy York all day. Where we've been there since the since the crack since the crack of dawn, oh, seven in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nearly. Yeah, yeah. twenty four hours. At, yeah, leave, leaving it, leaving it about six, leaving Portsmouth about half five six in the morning. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's all it's all, and I've th- there there have been a couple of twenty four hour days. Easily. Working, yeah, doing some of that, some of Andy's shows. Well, the New Japan stuff we did that like the strong style evolve thing and the Royal Quest. They were three day weekends where we were literally just doing it all the time. Oh yeah. Well, the, the, what, what about the um, um, the, the Royal Quest tour? What a just this. Ugh. What an app. What a not not bollock. Bollock is the, 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 the wrong word, but just how hard. How much every, work? Yeah, how much work was involved? Everyone on on that crew had to work in in some way, and even to we slept where, for four hours. Yeah, because because we had the was it we had the we had the York All Show on the Friday. Yep. And then then we had then then it was the Royal Quest on the Saturday. Uh huh. And then a cockpit on the Sunday. Yep. And we're working flat out for all of them, setting up three different types of ring. <laughs> I think anyone's quite quite um, quite appreciates that because we had the eighteen foot for York All, then we had the twenty foot for Royal Quest, and then we had the sixteen foot for the cockpit. So three different types of rings. Ah, oh, that was, and the Royal Quest literally from the time we got there, we didn't stop at all because the merch, we were all in the merch, and that didn't stop all show. All show, yeah. All, all show, there was people, there was a queue for merch. It was that busy. Yeah, it it, it stopped during during the main the main event. Yes, kind yeah. of. <laughs> yeah, and and because, and it was it was weird because I don't I don't think I got to watch a single match on that show. I. Yeah, and but but you couldn't. No, like, you, but, but but then you have to realize that we weren't there to watch the show. We're there to work on the show. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever role we were needed, like we had to do. Yeah, I did the meet and greets. I was in charge of that. Yeah. Oh, well, mate, just, like I, I was, I was one of the, I was one of the guys. I, I don't want, I don't want to say I was supervising the put the put the putting up of the ring, but. Oh no, you were. You and Andy were. Yeah, because no one knew how to put that up. Yeah, because because we, we'd we'd taken delivery of it. Well, that one, weekend. 
yeah, the, the week the week before, and we'd spent the Thursday night putting it up to see how it went together. And it wouldn't fit on the vans that we had, so we had to get a new van for it. Yep. And, uh, and then, like I say, in between the York Hall and the Royal Quest, we all had an Airbnb, and I slept on the floor by the front door. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Thrilling and Milligan, we were all chatting away, and Milligan was like, all right, I think we could go to sleep now. And he went out in an instant and the rest of us were there and he was snoring so loudly. I left and I took a pillow to the front door of this apartment and I just laid by the front door like a dog and just slept there. Wow. <laughs> because Milligan was just going. Well, I, I, I could be wrong, but after that, that first night, we all said, oh yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get, to, get to the hotel room and we'll get, order some pizza in. Like everyone was so knackered after we got in, we just went, sod it let's just go to bed yeah yeah <laughs> and then so we had to get in four hours and then we're up for york call oh, sorry uh royal quest and yeah that was, which is on the other which is on the other side the other side of oh, yeah that was yeah but still a, a very rewarding weekend oh yeah yeah like that would oh yeah i would yeah i'd do it again if someone asked would you do it again like instantly yeah yeah it de- 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 definitely would but that that's what Paying paying you do, paying you dues paying you dues is 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 about it's and I think I think towards towards the end of the Sunday I think tempers were starting to flare a little bit because everyone <laughs> yeah, wouldn't blame you <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was it was it was diff, it was difficult I think I think I I think I lo- I lost my temper with someone at at, at, one, at one stage um, I think everyone did with someone yeah and, uh, yeah I think I know I did. <laughs> What was that? I won't say who, but yes, I did with someone, but they weren't a member of our school. It was someone that oh. came as a guest and didn't help. Oh, right. Yeah. They used, yeah. They used to get a free ticket for Royal Quest. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And people still try and get still try and get away with that. And and I think it's something that, that Andy's trying to crack crack down on. Because like no, it was like, well. We've got we've got our, our school our guys from our school. They're coming here to put put the ring up. They're they're here from from the word go, and you can't turn up an hour before doors under the guise of helping, and then and then stand there and watch the show because that's yeah. Often, yeah. often what a lot of people would do. Even uh, guys even guys from our school would do that. Oh yeah, there was one story I have. There's one of the York calls. You can someone turned up an hour before the York call and went. Oh, I'll do hard cam. And they stood there and talked the whole time, so the audio was actually unusable because the hard cam is what takes up yeah. the audio. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. God, yeah, Andy wasn't happy. He was not happy. Yeah. I wouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. No, but I think I think during the show, someone I think it was um, Craig, Craig came to me and said, "Can you go up there and tell so and so to get off the camera?" Because he or go up there and tell him to shut up because he keeps talking down the camera. Uh huh. And I had to do the same in the second half. Was yeah, that the Cody? Yeah. Was that the Cody one? I think. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, well, actually, the one with the Young Buck tour. Wasn't that the Royal Quest one? Oh, was it? No, it's happened multiple times then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It, going to the York halls, you get to learn who's taking this seriously and who's just having a bit of fun with wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and and the, and the people who have uh, people who are having having a little bit of fun with with wrestling, with in, in with with the, with the great greatest respect. They're not going to last that that long at it, and they often don't. Yeah, excuse, excuse me, I just burped down the microphone. I do apologize. <laughs> That's right. um, yeah, it's uh, God, yeah, it's uh, it's not it's not it's not easy. 
yeah. not easy. Not easy. It's not easy in this life. But you, but you hope at the end of it, the the effort that you've put in will bet will bet will bear bear fruit. And for me, it's starting to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I've and I've no doubt that it will fit for you you guys as well. What's well I was going to ask you about that the the gold at the end of the rainbow, uh, your your whole debut that you can uh, set in your sights on. How did that go? It was it was beyond anything I I th- I thought of because I I, I just can't. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna back backtrack 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 a little bit. In in our in our little contenders group, there was um, four four of us initially. So you had um, me, Sean, Brendan, and Gabe. JJ came a little bit later. JJ was Rick was uh, was ringside with us, but I don't think he'd he'd had had his matches yet. And Sean, Gabe, and Brendan had all had a match at your call, and I was still still patiently. Patiently wait, 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 waiting for mine, and 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 Andy had actually pulled me aside and and had said, um, Louis, for, for this for this next for this next your call, which I think was the Narita was the one where Brendan went up against Narita. Yes, we're going with Brendan. We're going with Brendan for this one, but I don't want you. I don't want you to think that this is because you're not doing something or you're doing something wrong. It's nothing to do with that at all. You are going to get your you you are going to get your chance just going with Brendan for this one. So um, back there th- thinking, okay, I'm not going to get frustrated. I'm not going to get frustrated and upset. I'm just going to wait patiently for, for, for my turn. And it was, it was the, it was the Suzuki, it's the Suzuki show. wasn't uh, the show that Suzuki was on. It was yes. The, where, yeah. The infamous Mad Kurt incident. Yes. <laughs> well, still one of my favorite things that's ever happened in a wrestling ring. But um, 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 whoever was supposed to pick up, Suzuki from the airport on the Friday because he got because he got in on a Friday night. Whoever would was supposed to go and pick him up had pulled out last minute. So and so Andy so Andy called Andy called me and said, "Mate, I know it's last minute, but I, I remember you saying you had a, you had a day off. Would you mind going and picking up Suzuki tonight?" And I said, "Yeah, no problem, not 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 a problem at all." And he said, "As as as a thank you, um, you're." You're, I'm going to add you into the scramble at your call, and I was like, "Oh, really? What? Really? What? <laughs> Why? You do? What, what? What's going on?" And, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm, I'm actually going to get my, I'm actually going to get my match at your, get my match at your, at your, your call." And then I see, then I see, see who's in it. I'm like, Dan, Dan Maloney, Carl Romo, Carl Fletcher, Robbie X, <laughs> RKJ. I'm like. Oh wow, I'm 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 going to be in there with some, like the five of the best wrestlers in the country. Yeah. Oh god. Oh god. Damn. Oh, god, I'm going to have to try keep up with them. Yeah. 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 It's like, like I've got I've now got a shine. I've got a shine here. Like I can't be the extra extra man. I've got. Yeah. I've got to be a part of this. This is your moment. Yeah. And and I think most of that day I was I was just an absolute kind of nervous wreck, and. So I think, I think, I think Kyle might might have might have spotted it, and and he said, "Hey, don't don't, don't worry about it," because I think the show the doors had opened and we hadn't even planned the match yet. <laughs> and he's, I think he could see that I was because I was already dressed, I was already ready because we were last before the interval or first afterwards. 
<laughs> but I, I was already dressed and ready. And he was like, calm down, calm down. And <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm try, try, trying to calm down. And then eventually like pulled, pulled it, pulled everyone together and they start put it, putting the match together and start going, right, we do this here, we do that there. Kenneth, you're, you're in here with your move here. And they didn't say, they didn't almost plan it word, word for word, but they said, right, this, this is going to be, uh, uh, Dan, and, Dan and Robbie here, um, RKJ and Kyle here, and um, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Big uh, Canadian off the second rope to the floor will do that spot here, and everyone conver converges here. So, right, th this point here, Kenneth, what move here? Oh, okay, I'll do this. Okay, oh, do your do my exploder. What what move here? Okay, I'll do do this and work 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 on work work on that. And then we're going into like our big shotguns at the end, and they're all they're all throw, throw, throwing their moves in. And I was out of moves, and I had <laughs> no moves left. And so they said, right, what? Um, and I said it was my move to do to Kyle. And he said, right, what 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 move what move what move can you can you do here? And I go Olympic slam. And I go uh, too too slow. Uh, okay, flat, flat, flapjack. Mm. Just like kind of bends it, bends, bends in at me with a little grin on his face, going, "Canadian destroyer." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've I've never 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 done one never done one before. He said, "Don't worry, just keep keep, keep your legs keep your legs cl close together. Grab around my waist, and I'll do the rest. <laughs> just just give me a, give me a good jump, and I'll and I'll and I'll do it." And I was like, "Okay, I hope this goes well." <laughs> so so did it. And then it hit the Canadian. Audience goes blur. Yeah, audience explodes because they're like, "Oh my god, the uh, contender has just done a Canadian destroyer." Canadian, <laughs> Canadian destroyer. Yeah, which is now it's taken on a life of its own. It's now the Canadian destroyer. Yeah, yeah. the last one you pulled off at the uh, oh, uh, what's the name of the Sunday show? What are they called? Oh, yeah, the Epic Encounters Five. Epic, yeah, that was awesome. Oh, thank you. The up thank and you. over counter flip round. Ah, oh, it was so good. Yeah, again, mo mostly Brendan. <laughs> to, be, to be honest, <laughs> I was just there holding on. Yeah. <laughs> was doing most of the work. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm all about that moves where the other person does most of the work. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All about that. But, yeah, it's but it's, it's always probably only only fair to bring bring it bring it back back bring it all. Full circle to 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 Brendan, and in the sense that he's leading this this division now. Like, he, Brett, the, the five matches I've had with with Brendan over this lockdown period, just dis, dis, despite despite wrestling the Young Lions in Manchester, despite the 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 York, the York Hall the York Hall match, like despite get, getting 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 in there with lo loads of experienced ones, like wrestling Brendan over five five matches. Yeah, able to do that has been some has just been really really rewarding. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fine, and it's, it seems like we've finally been able uh, finally been able to find how Kenneth fits in to to the other to the other contenders because you had you had JJ who's a little bit of a flyer, Sean is a little bit of powerhouse, Brendan is a work is is the workhorse and he's kind of lead, leading the division. He can do a little bit of everything. But I I didn't really have something that was me, but I think I've kind of found that now. And yeah, yeah. it's taken the Brendan, yeah, it's taken working with Brendan for over over five matches to actually get get it get it out. Of me. And despite what what I say in promos and on Twitter, Brendan is leading this division. Like, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, yeah, 
yeah, he's yeah, he's quality. So. Ah, I think that's a perfect place to end it, don't you, Ben? Yeah, that's a wow. Honestly, it's been a freaking incredible um, podcast. <laughs> so I'm already looking back on it. I'm like, yeah, this is uh, made all our former podcasts look completely amateur. Um, an incredible, <laughs> incredible story you've told, um, and that's what we. I don't know what we were really after when we started this podcast was we wanted to hear guys from school stories and um, that's yeah it's one of the most incredible ones uh, heard from any of the guys yeah and like even two two guys like like yourselves like you've you've got your you've got your own stories and stories that are continuing to develop like my my continuing to 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 develop I'm just a couple of chapters couple of chapters ahead but. Every, we're all everyone working to the same thing and it would, it would just be nice once once lockdowns or all these lockdowns are over once covid's gone just to get just to get back on it yeah and just continue, continue pushing through because ben you're you're in our you're in my con- contact bubble at, at training aren't you so yeah like we've got we've got stuff we've got stuff to we've got stuff to work on and the couple of times that you and i have been in it's been it, it it's, it's been good and we'll like we're all, we're all, we're all, even at the at Portsmouth school now because the training before is different to how it was how it was po- before lockdown yeah it's what it's going in, in it's going in the right right direction we can get everyone like work work working working together it's like everyone can make make can make some make something of this so, yeah, yeah I feel I, like everyone's I, a bit more motivated now like uh, yeah I was gonna say I much prefer the the training style now um Perhaps maybe not that we're so, you know, isolated because of bubbles, but the training style now is definitely an improvement over what it was before. Yeah, you de- def- definitely feel like you're achieving something now. Yeah. Um, 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 unless unless, um, unless you have me taking everyone through some roles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Showing off. I didn't mean. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 for, just for the record i don't think i actually broke i don't i don't think i actually broke your neck did i no no it was my fault i i, I shouldn't have done the kip up I, I i did one too many but it's fine now honestly my it was my shoulder and that's all fine now i just need to get into a gym and use a rowing machine yeah but just yeah. as that happened gym's closed so i couldn't you find that the rowing machine helps yeah, it's basically uh, Ken was telling me it's my shoulder, the muscles connecting my shoulder to my neck. Uh, I pulled one of them doing a kip up. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I think uh, when when you when you got out of, of the ring and you said like, oh, I can't can't do anymore. Like, I I I don't I'm not I'm not I'm not a physio, but I've done a little bit of it at uni. I just I just took a look at took a look at your uh, look at your posture. You said your, your shoulders are quite rounded, so they're kind of coming through at the front. Mm. Yeah, and I just 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 place place my hand on place my hand on your back and just moved your moved your shoulder back, and we just heard that click. <laughs> it was like oh, and in, instantly there you were like oh, that even that feel, feel, feels a little bit feels a little bit better. But it's it's that it's that imbalance. It was just a muscle imbalance. Yeah, so I'm, I need to work on that, but I can't because like I say I can't build the muscle because there's no gyms. Yeah, we're all in we're all in the same boat. Like yeah, yeah, yeah this well. It's very, it's very hard to stay to stay stay motivated to, to work to work out during during this during lot during lot. Oh, now. working out from home is not the same. No. Yeah, I, I I think I've spoken to Ben to Ben Ben about this, but I I need that disconnect. 
Yeah. And he, yeah, that disconnect from home. Because home yeah. is where I relax, is where I eat, is where I watch, yeah. watch, watch TV. The gym exactly. is better work out. Only like little trick I found that kind of helps, but it kind of, I think it only had a limited effect is like go out for a walk before you start working out. So kind of like it almost like gives you refresh when you walk back into your house and you go straight into a workout rather than, you know, you finish doing something like, I don't know, you finish doing your laundry or finish an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. And you look across the room at like your weights or whatever you're using to work out. There's no motivation whatsoever to start. Whereas if you go out for even like a five minute walk and then come back and then go straight into it, it's, it's a little bit easier, but I don't know if that's going to last. That's yeah. what I've been finding anyway. Yeah, have you, have, is, is that is that what? And what have you been? What have you been doing? Once you've actually been, been on your walk, is it like is it just body weight stuff or? Have you... Um, I've got weights and a bench, uh, two benches actually. Naturally, I've just yeah, I just got the um, adjustable bench, and the adjustable bench has been a game changer because you can do so much more than you can with just a a flat bench, which is what I had before. So now I can do like incline, decline, bench press, um, incline rows, just. You can use it as a preacher. Curl, <laughs> nice. Curls. Yeah, there's so much more you can do. So being able to have that variety also is a bit more motivating. Um, but as you say, when you've got limited equipment, that's also like really demotivating. Like, oh, yeah. I can do some more bodyweight squats. I can do an extra 100 today. And it's just like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a real motivation killer. Yeah, and a, a big, a big part, a big part of my 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 mindset going in, um, in 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 training, and this is probably something to go into in depth to uh, another another time. But is is that the people who succeed, are the ones who do what they have to, even if they don't want to? Yes, yeah. yeah, but but even then, like I've I've been going running like four four or five times a week, but now even that is becoming is becoming a task. Mm-hmm. yeah and if i went, went went out for went out for one a run today usually i can get I can get 10 kilometers done quite quite comfortably but even but today i got about six and a half and i was like you know what? i'm not feeling this i need to just gotta stop and i just i just had to watch just had to walk it home yeah but, well, it's like it's okay as well not to work out for a week which i think yeah and hopefully it won't be much longer than a week now so we're pretty yeah, much approaching the end of the tunnel well yeah but, like crossed. I feel like some people feel bad when they don't work out for a week, like they've let something down, but like it's okay just to take a week off and then go back to it. That's perfectly fine. But we yeah. sort of convince ourselves that we shouldn't have done it. Yeah. And then you guilt yourselves into not doing it anymore. And then you end up in that circle, that spiral, sorry. And you just don't yeah, go back to it. Yeah. No, there's a, lot of, a lot of people, they, they tend to say they have, they have like one bad, they have one bad day. They've been like re- really strict, strict on their diet or really strict on their training. And I'm, I'm, gu- I'm guilty of this, but you, then you have one, everything's been good but then you have one bad day and you have like a, a massive cheat meal or you just f- f- forget 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 to work out and you just go right just press the fuck it button and then you yeah. just let, yeah. let everything fall, 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 fall away like well look one day's not going to kill you yeah just get 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 back get back on yeah. it but hopefully one one more week and maybe the gyms will be back open <laughs> well fingers crossed anyway um <laughs> Sorry, we've kept you for so long, but um, I was enjoying oh, that like, so much. Well, how long have we do, been doing this? Need three hours? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, like, might have, well, this might be a free part of. We'll see. Um, I'll have to break. Well, I've got, got, I've got. Well, I've got none. I don't know about you guys, but I've got nothing better to do. Like I'm gonna no. go back. 
playing Star Wars once, 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 I'm, once I'm done with you. Oh, yeah, we need to discuss that well, next, next time you're on as well. Um, I'm streaming Sunday Generations in 20 minutes. Oh, fuck, yeah, you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're doing that specifically for me. I better watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I am, because Kenneth's been supporting me since the beginning, so I was like, he can pick a game. Screw everyone else. Yeah, and then I'm thinking, no, I'm going to play my own game. Yeah, uh, Sonic's Generations. Oh, great. It's like a best of of Sonic levels. Yeah, yeah, I vaguely remember it. Like, you could play the old kind of uh, Emerald Hill Zone style and the newer style. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my plan in 20 minutes' time, so I need to cook food, eat that, and get ready by seven. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to have time to cook to cook and eat before then. I'm going to have to order in. <laughs> uh, I can't really do that on stream, though, can I? Okay. Well, you had a sour sweet on stream, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> Kenneth, where can people find you on social media? Plug it, plug your stuff. Okay, so I, I am on I am on Instagram at, at kenhalf89. K E N H A L eight nine. Same same on Twitter at kenhalf eight nine. Um, I I don't I don't have I don't have a Twitch unfortunately. Even though somebody asked, even though somebody asked me on Twitch to start one, which I was super thankful for because they put me in RevPro alum <laughs> along with you and Yearn, and I was like, oh, they have no idea how bad I am. But I appreciate the kind words. Yeah, um, but um, that there's there's no there's no plans to start to start any, start a new Twitch and anytime anytime soon. But yeah, most twi- Twitter Twitter and Instagram, they're what they're what I'm I'm, I'm mostly on. Um, uh, there's a, cu- a couple of my matches are up on rpwondemand.com, so get get uh, get yourself subscribe subscribe to that. And um, I guess we're all just waiting for the uh, for Epic Encounter Six, which is on the sixth of December, if I'm not mistaken. Which I will think be- you're correct, yeah, yeah, which will be streaming free on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Hooray! Whichever so, whichever which, whichever you ever you like, come on, come on, join, please, join, watch, please, watch. <laughs> do it, watch. Peer pressure. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> Peer pressure, lots of it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. If I can pressure you anyway, please, yeah, go for it. Watch. Awesome. Cool. Wow. Thank you so much for joining us. And I'm, I'm really hoping that we'll do this very, again very, very soon because I've still got like six or seven questions over in town here that I wanted to ask you. So yeah, I'd really be happy to, to get you back on as soon as possible. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be glad to. Yeah, you guys should, should definitely uh, like talk to so uh, talk to um, the other the other contenders as well. Like specifically Brendan, like you should really try and get Brendan on at some point because he because he's another one who's got a he's got a really good story. And, okay. And 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 despite and despite how much like we hate each other on Twitter, like he's he's a, he's a, he's a top he's a top bloke and he's got a good, good story to tell. So I definitely recommend Brendan. Well, if he's happy to come on, we'd love to have him. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. Well, thank you once again, Kenneth Halfpenny, and um, no, take no care of yourself, and uh, we'll, we'll speak to you soon. Yeah, somebody sponsor these guys. Sponsor. <laughs> yeah, Nando's, please. <laughs> sponsor them. If not, Kenneth's Fried Chicken or anyone. Yeah, any, any chicken. chicken joint. Of, yeah, we love chicken, so. Uh, yeah. Cool. Thanks, guys. No worries. Take care. Take care.